Greetings, Church. Welcome back to our daily meditation. And for this uh, this Wednesday morning or day, whenever you're seeing this, we're going to be taking a look at the Psalm for this week coming up. Psalm 139, and the the way it's broken down for our reading in church. It skips over some parts that I would like to actually read. And so instead of reading Psalm 69, the, the verses out of Psalm 69 that we've read the last two days, I actually want to read Psalm 139, verses 1 through 18, because that middle part that we probably won't hear on Sunday uh, seems very precious to me. And, it, and it's one that I've actually used with confirmation students in the past. So let us calm our hearts and our minds. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Psalm 139. O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down, and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, O Lord, you know it completely. You hem me in behind and before and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is so high that I cannot attain it. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and set out the farthest limits of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me and the light around me become night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is as bright as the, as the day, for darkness is as light to you. For it was you who formed my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. You, I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works that I know very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret. Intricately woven in the depths of the earth, your eyes beheld my unformed substance. In your book were written all the days that were formed for me when none of them as yet existed. How weighty to me are your thoughts, O God. How vast is the sum of them. I try to count them. They are more than the sand. I come to the end. I am still with you. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. This is one of my favorite psalms. And probably the next psalm that we read, like next week, I'll probably say, this is one of my favorite psalms. I love the psalms. They're, they're prayers for us. Just like we, we, we have the liturgy to help give us words to pray, we, we have the psalms for that same thing. The psalms have become such a focus of my prayer life that often, for instance, this last Sunday, the prayers of the church, I, I, I wrote them based off of Psalm 146. But here you have the Lord who searches us and knows us. He, he's dug down, he's prospected, he knows everything about us, he knows the, the deepest parts of us, he knows every atom. And you know when I sit down and when I rise up, knowing how we begin our day and, and when we don't, when we are at rest, when we are at play. He knows our thoughts from afar. Our thoughts. That's where Jesus gets us in trouble, right? In, in the Sermon on the Mount, he, he takes the law and he says it's not enough for murder, or adultery, or whatever. He, he takes it to thoughts and, and God knowing our thoughts. 
You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. And he says, even before a word is on my tongue, O Lord, you know it completely. I heard a sermon when I was a kid that still sticks with me where a pastor preached just on that verse, Psalm 139, verse 4, and it was all around prayer. How, how we always want to have a structure to these prayers and they need to go a certain way and oh, if we don't pray a particular person's name, then, then it, it's, they're not going to be prayed for. When here God knows the very words before we even speak them. He knows the yearning of our hearts. He knows the groanings that we have deep down. He says, you hem me in behind and before and lay your hand upon me. It's this idea of being fenced in, right? Being sheltered, refuge. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is so high that I cannot attain it. That there, that there would hopefully be some other knowledge that would be as pleasing. But, but this, no, this is the most important where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. Meaning, if, if I go up to heaven, your seat, you're there. If I go into the deepest, darkest depths of death, Hades, the realm of the dead, you're there too. Have you thought about that? That God just isn't sitting up in heaven and, and whatever, and there's places that are abandoned right now, that God is there in the depths of Hades. If I take the wings of the morning and settle at the farthest limits of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me fast. This idea of jumping on the back of one of those hawks, those eagles from, uh, from The Hobbit, from Lord of the Rings, uh, and, and uh, being able to fly to the farthest, most distant place like Jonah thought he could do going to the farthest, most distant, distant place he could think of to try and get away from God, and yet God is there with us. So even in those wilderness places that we feel ourselves alone, God is there. And then I love this section, verses 11 and 12. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me and the light around me become night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is as bright as the day, and then I love this. Listen to this, church. For darkness is as light to you. Have you ever been, are you someone who struggles with depression? Are you someone who struggles with um, the darkness around you, whatever that might be? I've, I've, I've had conversations with people who are uh, addicts, for instance, and, they, and they'll tend to talk about demons and darkness, these not, not necessarily like ghouls or goblins, but things that are attacking them. And here, the psalm tells us that even the darkest places where we feel the most alone, the most in danger, God is there. For it was you who formed my inward parts, you knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works that I know very well. This is one of those texts that we struggle with sometimes because we have certain uh, portion of, of the church that, that will take this and, and, and see in it a particular interpretation and then another part that will want to discard it and then those of us in the middle who just sit here and say you know what when it comes to things like creation what this tells me is that God has made me just like our, our catechism tells us 
We can try and play the game of evolution, how old the earth is, uh, whether it's a you know, seven day creation or six day creation, whatever. But here what it tells us is that God made me. God made you and he daily and abundantly, abundantly provides for you. That is that word that's given to us. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes beheld my unformed substance, and your book were written all the days that were formed for me when none of them as yet existed. I had someone tell me the other day uh, with COVID, they've gotten to the point where they're so hurt by the distance that, that they almost wish they had enough faith to be able to say, God's will be done. They're not there yet. But that's, that's what they wish. How weighty to me are your thoughts, O God. How vast is the sum of them. I try to count them. They are more than the sand. I come to the end and I'm still with you. I'm trying to count your days. And we can't get there. And yet even when we get to the end of our days, God is still there. That, our, that we are still with God. That even when our days are numbered, and we come to the end of them. God is still our God. Let us pray. Thanks be to you, Lord Jesus Christ, most merciful Redeemer, for the countless blessings and benefits you give. May we know you more clearly, love you more dearly, and follow you more nearly, day by day, praising you with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Go in peace. Serve the Lord. We'll see you next time.